Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Fifty Shades of K. I'm in my basement with my husband Eric, and my goal was at least to get a podcast up this month, and it's the last day of the month, so I achieved that. But uh, truth be told, things had gotten really busy at work. Really busy at work. All good things. Um, we are excited to announce that we won the Wisconsin Broadcaster Association's award for Morning Show of the Year. Our ratings are good. We've been number one for almost consistently in our demo for a year, so that's great. But I really had to put some more focus into the show, which is why it's, you know, I feel like no coincidence it's been doing well because, you know, what you what you work at is what you win at. But that's kind of why I had to take a break from the podcast. But Eric is here tonight to record with me because I wanted you to hear about this breakthrough we made when it comes to communication in our relationship. And it has to do with something that Eric learned at a work conference that we've been utilizing in our marriage and our relationship that maybe will help you in all kinds of relationships, really. Um, But Eric, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, I'd like to, in the spirit of communication, I'd like to acknowledge the fact that you basically said I'm like your last ditch effort just to get a guest on the podcast because it's the last day of the month and I was the the only thing you had available. So that is true. I'll take it. That is true. When we're doing this in the basement where it's, we're we're not really in a studio type setting. We're sitting here with this on the coffee table. Our dogs are next to us on the couch. Um, We just had a typical suburban night. We went to Brayson's spring concert his final grade school spring concert since he graduates next friday and it was one of those like all school events and he he sang like two songs at the very start and then the rest was like every other kid in school which is you know you know how it is as a parent you see you go there just to support your kids and then you sit there and you're like okay every other kid and it gets hot in that gym it was it was getting very warm very warm so then we end up going to home depot which reminds me of that scene with actor Will Ferrell when he's playing Frank the Tank. Old school. In old school. <laughs> we had a typical suburban night. We went to the spring concert, then we went to the Home Depot. No we, Bed Bath & Beyond, though. Nope. Didn't have the time. No, we didn't have the time. No, we didn't. We had to come home and record this podcast because my goal was to get one up a month, and we are at the end of the month. But let's talk about what you told me that you learned at your was it a management conference? Because you're uh, yeah, a manager. leadership conference. Just the basis of it was to kind of learn your personality types, and more importantly, learn how to read the other personality types within your office, within your staff, within basically with any room you walk into. And so, once you establish and you identify your personality types, it allows you then to recognize weaknesses or or holes that you might miss within your personality type in others and learn how to respond to them. Well, and we should also explain when it comes to 
our communication and our relationship. Eric and I met in our 30s, so we were already well into adulthood and we had been, you know, established in in our ways and our good habits and in our bad habits. And we both came from past relationships where we were kind of calling the shots. We were the the alphas. We handled the, the money. We we made the money. We handled the schedule. I mean, you were a single dad. You were taking care of Brayson. And then when we brought our two lives together, we both wanted to be the leader. We both wanted to be the boss. And we've been working on that of, I mean, probably more specifically me, of just trying to let go of running everything and having it be my way and only my way. And so with that sometimes comes, you know, we're, we're big personalities and we have big opinions. And we both in our jobs get involved in decision making. So then you come into this relationship where we both want to make the decisions. And sometimes feelings will get hurt because we'll just assume the other person's thoughts or moods that aren't accurate, but it was just based on how we were perceiving the situation at hand. I hope I'm explaining that well to people, but that, that's something that Eric and I have really worked on in our marriage, which is why there'd be days where maybe I'm quiet or what have you, and then Eric would say, What's wrong? Seems like something's bothering you. And a lot of times, I'm sure a lot of you know, it's annoying when someone asks you, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Sometimes nothing is wrong. But we were getting caught doing that to each other. Am I right? Am I explaining this correctly? Yeah. It's not necessarily like, so in, in my instance, like if I'm quiet, that's kind of more normal. Like if you're quiet, that's kind of an abnormal behavior. So it was easy for me to make assumptions because you were behaving differently. But I would take it off in a very different direction and start making it about myself and assuming you were mad at me. Your behavior was different, but in my own head, I made it about something that was completely not true, and it would lead down that like rabbit hole of, of arguments, and you're mad at me, and you're not mad at me. And the other one would assume what the person was mad at, and that wasn't even the case, and it just ended up being this ridiculous cycle of arguing when it was really arguing about nothing. And and so then you had, again, back to this conference, this what you're about to explain here, this moment of... The light bulb went off and you thought, oh, my gosh, this is what Elizabeth and I need to do at home in our communication, which I'll let you explain now what exactly that was. Yeah. So the setup was is this woman got up on stage and she was a fantastic speaker and she was talking for about half hour, 40 minutes about personality types and and everything. And then she said, I'd like to conduct kind of a a little, you know, impromptu experiment with with everyone in the crowd. So she goes just follow my actions. I just visualize and watch me on stage. That's all you need to do right now. So she got off stage and proceeded to stomp her way up the stairs, back onto the stage, stomped across the stage, got to the podium, slammed her papers down, threw her papers down, kind of like sighed and like shook her head and said, unbelievable, put her papers back down and stomped off. And that was it. So then she came back up and asked, what did you guys witness? What did you see? So people started raising their hands. She'd call one person. The person would ask and say, you were upset. Some person said, you seem annoyed. One person would say, you were you were agitated by something. One person said, you're you're upset with a coworker. And she goes, okay, that, that's all good. And then someone else raised their hand and they said, you were stomping your feet. And she said, that's it. Everything else that I did was an assumption. Everything else I did, you guys put in context what you thought I was feeling. The only thing literal I did was stomp my feet. And so, you know, everybody's kind of like, okay, what's what's the point of this? She said, too often times in business and in personal lives, we'll, we'll see someone's behavior, we'll see their mannerisms, and make our own assumptions about what they're feeling. Is it 
fair to assume I was angry? Well, maybe not. Maybe I was, maybe I was rushed. Maybe I was flustered. Maybe I was embarrassed. Is it safe to assume I was embarrassed? No, maybe I was angry. Maybe I was something else. You can't make assumptions based on people's body language. All you can do is identify their body language and ask the question, hey, I saw you were stomping your feet. Is everything okay? That then allows the person to say, you know what? I didn't realize I was doing it. I'm sorry. Nothing's wrong. I'm good. Or they say, you know what? Yeah, I was stomping my feet. Such and such happened. It just allows a person to actually explain to you why they're upset instead of making your own assumptions. And then if those assumptions are wrong, which a lot of times they are, you've now got a second problem on your hands and it kind of can snowball. So it's more about being observant of the actual literal actions instead of making assumptions based on what we think that person might be feeling. And when Eric explained this to me, it was maybe a couple days later, we were leaving a friend's house and I, I don't remember the the specifics, but you seemed like annoyed or, or just you seemed a little off. And instead of me defaulting to what I used to do, which would say, were you annoyed? Or, or you know, I would just assume that. Or ask the question, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, and instead I said, hey, I noticed that you walked out of there pretty quickly. Is everything okay? And you even remember we were in the car and you laughed. You're like, oh, someone's paying attention to what you had just told me a couple of days before. And it wasn't at all that that you were annoyed. I, again, I don't remember no, what No, I had it, to get in the car because my contact was bothering me in my left eye and we had saline solution in the car. So I just needed to get in the car to get my eye back basically so I could see. <laughs> and then I was fine. And I just wanted to get to the car. And most of you, if you're listening to this podcast, know Elizabeth. So you know if she's got the gift of gab and will continue to talk. So I just tried to speed up the process and get to the car just so I could get my vision back. So there's not an hour-long goodbye with our friends is what he's saying. There's always an hour-long goodbye with our but friends. But it really it helped and then i was like oh all right so you know you're 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 cool with our friends it wasn't like you were upset with me or, any, or anything like that cuz eric and i both are very sensitive people we really are and when you have two sensitive people in a relationship it's easy for emotions to get heightened and get heightened quickly and this has helped tremendously again you you rushed out of our friend's house or like the woman on stage she stomped her feet and you can use that with so many people in, in your life. You could say it to your kids. Hey, you, you just slammed your door. Is everything okay? They could have said, oh, the wind caught it. I wasn't mad. That's all that it was. You have to be literal. You can't make any assumptions. And it has to be a two-way street. You, you have to be honest. So if I were to ask you, hey, I noticed you threw the, pa- the mail down on the counter when you got home. Are you good? You have to be comfortable in your own skin to say, yeah, no, I'm fine. Just in a hurry or, you know, full disclosure, just got to go to the bathroom. Be right back. You know, whatever it is. Like you have to be honest with yourself. And it is okay if I ask and say, hey, I noticed you threw the mail down on the counter. You all right? And if something is wrong, that's your opportunity to to tell me exactly what it is and don't make me guess. Don't make me assume. And be specific. Yeah, totally. So that is what I wanted to do the podcast about because maybe it'll help you in your relationships, in your conversations. We're still, you know, growing as a couple and we're working on things just like any, you know, good relationship does where we try to improve on things. And it's hard to, I think, change your habits. This This has kind of given us a new way to think when we, again, notice, okay, something seems a little off, let's get right to the root of the issue and just say what it is and, and move on from there. Am I right? Yeah, but that's, it's, it's hard to do because when you're dealing with different personality types or, as in our case, maybe people that are a bit more sensitive than normal, 
you're only going to make it worse by making your assumptions. So you just have to try to put your everything aside and say, this is what's bothering me. This is what it is. And, and be comfortable in your own skin to, to, to be direct with each other. Because, yeah, what was happening is we were getting in our own head then. We were just assuming, oh, well, he's, you know, could be, you know, pissed that we had to change plans tonight when he, you know, when you really wanted to go to the Brewers game or whatever. And that may not even be the case at all. And you and I both sort of have high-pressure jobs, too, and we don't see each other a lot during the day. And if we communicate, it's just quick little text messages. So at night, it kind of expedites, like, all right, let's just get right to it. Like, what, what's, what's the deal? What's going on? Where's, where's your head at? So that's what's helped us. Maybe it will help you. Thank you for listening. And if you have any kind of insight into different, uh, you know, maybe secrets you use in your relationship when it comes to helping with communication, feel free to send me a message on social media or through the Mix Facebook page. Or you could send me an email at elizabethkradio at gmail.com. That's elizabethkayradio at gmail.com. Because we're always trying to, to grow as people and grow as couples. And I think it takes a lot of uh, maturity to and self-awareness to admit okay maybe i need to make some adjustments maybe i need to change yeah i'm always up for suggestions and i know you are too eric i send you a lot of fun articles don't i you send me articles too yeah all the time and one one quick thing that i want to put in there about this the full disclosure and honesty of things it is okay just to tell the people you're talking with the people you work with people you live with that you are having a bad day that's okay you can just say the words i'm just having a bad day and it needs to be okay you don't need to pry and say, okay, well, why? What's going on? Well, why are you having a bad day? Sometimes you just need to leave it at just having a bad day. That's yeah. just something that I think works for us too. Like it's never personal. Sometimes it's just long day, busy day. Yeah, but exactly when we're sensitive people, we just want you know people around us to feel good and be happy, and we don't want to be the culprit or the you know reason behind it. Wasn't it? Was it this morning I texted you at work and I just said I'm like I'm crabby. Yesterday, was it today? I don't know. All the days run together. I know they do. This was a short work week, but yet it felt like it was an extra day of work, even though we were off on Monday for Memorial Day. All right. Well, thanks for being on the Aftercast with me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Anything you need. I am whatever you need me to be. All right. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.